0: I'm Jay. I'm back again for another one. And today I have with me,
1: Greg Bridges. What's up, what's up? Oh, not much glad to be a part of this brother. How you been?
0: I've been good, man. I've been good. First of all, glad to have you. Uh, Second, I was wondering where the trailer was. I knew it was coming, but not for sure when because i know it was like they're teasing like it's gonna come like for the super bowl and things like that but then also i know comic con was coming out and maybe it's gonna do something there and sometimes they still hold on to stuff so you really don't know and i remember i was thinking like okay because i went to go see nope and i was thinking like well, they gonna show it at the beginning of this movie and it didn't happen so i was thinking like oh, that's interesting so but it was on my mind because i saw the they had this big billboard thing in the movie theater for wakanda forever Right. and no real information just you know the black background with the words and i'm like man every time i walk by it i'm just like this is going to be interesting and so yesterday evening just kind of sitting back and i, I look down on youtube like i usually do i usually have it going on when i'm watching tv or whatever else or working on something and i saw it was a trailer now i've seen on there before like the trailer for it but it'd be fake right. trailers that people made right. up <laughs> and i'm so starred to see something that even those that I think don't even sound right, but I was like, maybe it's a possibility that, you know, it, it was released. I didn't know when I click it and I started seeing some clips from their first movie. I'm like, this is fake. I'm like, okay. And I saw the thumbnail. I was like, that looks different because it wasn't say from Marvel entertainment or anything like that. It just, you know, it had, it was from somewhere else, but I saw it and I'm like, let me click on it. I think it was an IGN or something like that. And I clicked it and I heard that music and I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't, this is not the actor I know. From another movie that they're clipping in to make it seem like it's a right. new trailer. I kind of thought that,
1: you know, you mentioned the Super Bowl, and, you know, for comics and for the San Diego Comic Con is kind of like the Super Bowl. Yes, it is. So I kind of thought that maybe we would see the trailer at Comic Con, you know. Right. And like you, I had been looking around, you know, anxiously waiting tapping into some of those links that turned out to be, you know, some fan-made trailer or you know, something that wasn't the official trailer. But man, it's it's a trip because I don't remember anticipating a trailer this much, you know. I mean, yeah, there's been build-up and anticipation for the movie itself.
0: Right, right. But
1: just the uh the anticipation for the trailer for this has been yeah. high and heavy. So it's funny because I was watching the trailer when you sent me the link. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great minds,
1: man. And I was just, I was just blown away. From the opening, you know, the screen is still black and then you got the vocals. Yeah. Um, oh. And it's Bob Marley's No Woman, No Cry. Oh. And the lyrics of that for these particular scenes are so appropriate, you know, yeah. good friends we have who've gone away. And then I started reading the comments and. I was seeing how this trailer, the trailer itself was an emotional thing for a lot of people, you know, seeing visually how there is honor and tribute being made to the character of T'Challa, but also to Chadwick Boseman, you know, and seeing and feeling that, you know, I could understand the emotion that people were writing about in the comment sections as well, you know?
0: Yeah. It's almost a trailer I was afraid to see, but I, I couldn't help but watch it. Like, I didn't know what my emotion was going to be. I figured, like, there's going to be some some sadness or whatnot, and I, or maybe confusion or trying to figure out what was going to be the workaround or what was going to be a plot or whatnot. Like you said, when it opened and you see, you know, beautiful black woman, you see the ocean, you see the sky, you right. know, you see a temple, look like a Mayan <coughs> temple or something like that. And then it goes to another scene where you see these beautiful black skin and faces dressed in white and it's some kind of ceremony. And it's just so so regal and you have the gold sand and it's just like we are beautiful it, it took my breath away i just see us like that it's funny it's a mixed bag and so part of it that kind of took my breath away it's just like the way we were presented the imagery along mm-hmm. with the music but the imagery of it and how beautiful we are and how i was just so happy that there was somebody to shoot that who saw us like that that made that a visual thing I know, you know, movies aren't real life, right? But it's an interpretation of life, but it's still somebody's vision of it. And, you know, and it got to do with coloring and framing and wardrobe. It's a lot of consideration and things are being put into that to, to give you the end result of what you're getting. Yeah, and big so, up
1: to Ryan Coogler and his whole team for that.
0: Right. And just to see that and it just like touched me like that is beautiful. And it was just so good to see us beautiful like that. It's just like I all those faces that was dancing and stuff like that and walking down and just and everybody just looked immaculate and it was just beautiful. As much stuff we have out now and the representation and all that other kind of stuff, I don't think it's necessarily all at a high level, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So so it's like you've been eating burgers and all these burgers are sitting on the table and then somebody walks in the middle of the burgers and scoot them out of the way and just here's a big old steak, right? And it just put perspective into what the burgers really are, you know, a ground up version of the real thing. I'm just like, us in the right hands, presented the right way. And the truth is, that's what we are anyway. That's what we are truly, but we don't walk around seeing that. And it just like reminding me how starved I was in a way to see presentation of us like that and I thought about all the other people out there who is just a star of seeing that same thing and we probably never felt like that since the first Black Panther movie and I'm not saying everybody but I'm just saying that that sweeping visual that sweeping tone that hits everybody at the same time i can't remember the last time even though this is a fictional character that somebody just kind of saw that kind of thing this is the same kind of stuff that people see when they saw like you know obama being you know sworn in as the president it's just like you know bell that got told and people just kind of at the same time just gave acknowledgement to something that was profound right and um, like I said, it's just a trailer for a fake, <laughs> a trailer for a, for a made-up character. A but still, character. it doesn't take away the feeling, the insight, and the inspiration of what it gives, regardless of it being somebody's imagination, somebody's idea, or something uh, a fictitious character. It doesn't sometimes it doesn't matter. It's just what it gives you and it gives you that that thing on that level. It was just beautiful. And I just like, one, I'm glad that it did that. Two, we gotta do better and have more things that make us feel like that on a normal basis. So people will walk around with their their chest up, not just when something like this presents us as such, but I wish for things to be more common where that feeling we got when we saw that, or the feeling I got when I saw that to be with me all the time. Because it's kind of hard to walk with that on a normal basis when you have so many other things on your shoulders laying you down. And so the thing that's going to lift you up, the ratio of that is not balanced at all.
1: Well, I think that's a part of the thing that we have to look at is what's happening in life around us, you know, because this is a fictional character and a fictional world, but in this fictional character and with that fictional world, it has built up a level of a level of pride with folks, a level of high expression, you know, it's it's a trip when you have to turn to fiction in order to feel good. So I think that says a lot about how we have to deal with what's happened, you know, in this world that we're dealing with around us. Yeah, um, yeah. I really did but, touch me. Yeah. yeah, man, there was there was so much in that trailer, though, that I'm looking forward to seeing in the movie, you know, um, as the song was playing. You know, no woman, no cry. And then it goes into, you know, everything's going to be all right. Yes. And, and then that combines with Kendrick Lamar's, it's going to be yes. all right. Yes. You know, that, that we're hearing that sound, but at the same time, the visuals that we're seeing in the, in the, <laughs> uh, in the trailer, while that's happening, the mourning and the passing of a king of a nation to the birth of a prince of a new nation, you know, that we're seeing happening underwater. Yeah. I, I just thought the way that that was, the way that that was edited, the way that it was all put together, was brilliant, you know? Um, yeah,
0: man. Cause even speaking to that, the part where it shows queen mother and she's like saying, I'm the, I'm, you know, I'm over the most powerful,
1: most powerful nation. nation.
0: You know? <laughs> and she gave everything, my family, I gave everything. A black mother who gave everything—it's almost like, what more do you want from me? Like, what more do All you? Right. It's just like, just a sacrifice of queen mother. I thought that was so powerful, because she's a strong character, strong woman, and for her to just—the way she kind of belted that out, almost as if—and I don't know what the context is exactly of, of what I'm assuming—you know, her husband's gone now, her son is gone, but then just the fact that—and
1: um, her her newfound nephew is gone. Yes, you know.
0: And then for her to be speaking in that tone, you know, it had to be something where something is, is pushing back and something's probably being asked more of her after she done given. If you all get right. to the point where you got to scream and tell somebody, Hey, back I off. gave you yeah, back <laughs> off. I have gave I've given you all I can give. I gave you everything and you still want more. I just thought that was just so powerful. We get a couple of introductions.
1: We did get a couple of introductions. You know, you and I have been talking about this over the past couple of years. Um, The the Ironheart comics. Yes. Um, Riri Williams, you know, and seeing her character there in a couple of scenes. But one scene, well, everybody's going to see the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away by the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But there's this scene in there, you know, Riri Williams, who is Ironheart you know yeah. with the new Iron Man inspired suit you know seeing her in this cave like atmosphere working on building her suit you know yeah. bringing flashbacks of the original the first Iron Man movie Tony Stark in a cave mm-hmm. you know working on that first Iron Man suit i am looking forward to seeing this character
0: yeah that was definitely powerful, especially with her meeting up with Shiri. And it's almost the same greeting that Shiri gave Chachala in the first movie. Right. We saw each other. I thought that was just kind of powerful, just that moment. And even though it was like a shot that you kind of seen before, it had different context and different meaning. I love what that means today. It's almost like passing it along, you know, like legacy.
1: In a yeah. Way. When seeing, seeing them dapping each other up that way, you knew there was a sense of familiarity they have been familiar with each other to some degree, you know, we don't know where yet, but.
0: Yeah. And then after that, they kind of did another introduction of uh, Namor the Submariner and it shows him as a child and then shows him as a man. What'd you think of that? That introduction of him? Man. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're a comic book head, so you know that, you know, that goes back. What's up, man?
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that does go back. But I mean, even in the movies, it goes back because I was, um, you know, in, um, what was that in Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. when Okoye, when, you know, they're all reporting to, um, to Black Widow, you know, virtual reporting, reporting to Black Widow about what's going on around the world. And Okoye mentions, you know, a, a rumbling under the sea. Um, but she kind of like just kind of shrugs it off like hey it's it's just a rumble sometimes a rumbling under the sea is just a rumbling under the sea and since that line you know um, on the message boards and other places people have been um, there's been speculation that that may be a sign that Namor is going to show up um, somewhere soon within the Marvel Universe so it was good to see and like I said the way that it was done visually in this trailer you know um, with the song and then seeing the birth and then seeing you know that become the prince or lord namor I I just am anticipating and anxious to see this movie yeah
0: me too me too
1: especially knowing that story from the comics you know Yeah, yeah that relationship and how it you know you would hope that it would have been a you know that it would have been a cool relationship but it really didn't start out that way between you know wakanda and atlantis
0: yeah he's one of the <laughs> anti-hero type characters that was kind of going against all of our heroes and he wasn't necessarily wrong and what's interesting is the way they're doing Aquaman now is kind of how Namor was back in the day where he was almost kind of fighting for his people and the fighting against how the ocean's being treated and things like that. Right. And speaking of when you was talking about when they were mentioning the, like the ships under the water, something that came up with that before. And I'm trying to remember if it was with. Age of Ultron maybe when um, Tony got kind of kicked off the team and he's, he's going behind the scenes with S.H.I.E.L.D. and you can see like the screens and they had like Wakanda on there and they had like the ocean and mm. had these these shifts and the plates and stuff and it was just kind of funny because before even either one of them were introduced they were kind of like little teasers on a screen talking about right. these disturbances and earthquakes underwater here and Marvel is so good at these little Easter eggs that I don't even know if they know they're going to be able to bring them to fruition in the future but they just kind of put them in there and that's I just love that people who love this kind of stuff are the ones working on it because then you will put things in there that could be something bigger or even if it wasn't that's fine but if it does it's just like you can always look back and be like hey yeah that was mentioned or that was brought up so it's never this feeling of where it just come from you know right it's, you just kind of gotta know what's in the sauce so but yeah, so that was very powerful. And it seemed like they're going a different direction with him, Mayan or Aztec or something like that with Namor, so that'd be interesting. Yeah, it, it was good to see him. And I even noticed that he had the little wing things on his Right, uh, the ankles. wings on his ankles, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know how somebody gonna try to do something because some stuff is so fanciful, but you're so used to seeing it in a comic or an animation or stuff that you, it just seems normal. You don't think nothing about it, but as soon as you slap it on something real, it's just like, wait, wait, wait. You know, do we still need the cape or do we still need the bright colors? or we still need the wings? And I, I like that. They just went forward and been like, he has wings on his ankles.
1: Yeah. I think a part oh. of that is also, like you mentioned, who's telling the story and Ryan Coogler and his team have proven to be very, man, just very in-depth. You know, they don't seem to miss a beat. And, you know, I, I, I figured that it was going to be a good looking film. His team is really detailed. You know, they look at the details and they bring those things out and they bring them out in subtle ways so that, you know, it's not like, wow, he's got wings on his feet. (laughs) You know, it's like, wow, this, this character's always had this. And now we get to see what it looks like in life form.
0: And in truth, most things for real, you are what you present yourself to be. You know, it's not even though the, the world is different, but it's very interesting how for the most part you are who you are and people either accept it or not accept it. It's all this pre-compromising yourself before you even get a chance to even show the world what you are. So when you see people that are bold and that's just who they are and that's the way they rock, that's powerful. Because if you had to compromise, nothing would be different and all the different stuff that would be special would be hidden. So it's almost You know the right thing to do be like if he got wings like you say he got wings on his ankles and that's that's what he is and you just either accept it or don't but why why should we compromise something who has history and and it's been there because you know a few people might think it looks off like no this is his first introduction and we're gonna make him look right because i've seen plenty of times where it's been heroes that we saw in comic books and as soon as they put them on live or movies or tv shows they compromise their costumes because it doesn't make sense It didn't have to make sense. This is what we know. So yes, Wonder Woman shouldn't be out there fighting against all these demons and warriors and army men and stuff in skirts, but that's what people are used to seeing. That's what they know her for, you know? Maybe superheroes shouldn't run around with capes because the capes could get, you know, like Incredible <laughs> said, stuck in a Right,
1: get caught st- in the wind. St- yes. Yeah. <laughs> caught in Re- the propellers.
0: Yes, and get, you know, get them messed up. So maybe logically it doesn't make... But so what? You know, it is what it is. It has more proof working like that than not working like that. And so um, it's just nice when you got like-minded people that just kind of push it through and be like, you know what, that's what it is and that's what it's going to be. And then also in the trailer, we see like the conflict between... Namor and his people against Wakanda. And that was interesting to see, especially the throne room and all that other kind of stuff, where, and then you see just this, this they look like it's going to be this epic battle, which that, that looks crazy. It looks crazy. Yeah,
1: it, it does. So there are some things that I've been seeing online in regards to this. Okay. Why their dislike for each other, how that began. But these are things you're gonna to have to go to the movie to see, <laughs> you know. Or, or
0: <laughs> you have me love. I'm over here. I got quiet too. Lean into the microphone, like, huh?
1: It's just that you know. So there are other characters in the movie that have things to do with what's going on, you know, that don't show up in the trailer. So since we're talking specifically about the trailer, I'm yeah. gonna keep it at that. You know? You're so professional.
0: <laughs> you're so professional. But yeah, that's
1: there. Yeah, yeah. It looks to be a great movie that's coming. And the stories of the comics that is based on, you know, um, Prince uh, T'Challa and Namor's conflicts in the comics are things that people should look to, to, you know, get some kind of insight and understanding about what's happening here.
0: When also, I think it's, it's a good to note as well is that a lot of stuff be inspired by the comics and different resources, but sometimes they had a little take on it and a little twist on it too, which I think is kind of right, cool. Right, right. Well, it's kind of familiar, but then also it's not like you're reading the same book again. It's kind of like, okay, so this is an interpretation, but maybe the theme, overall theme. But it's not the up, carbon copy. Either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I know a lot of fanboys, uh it could be an issue sometimes. It's like, well, that's not how it is in the comics, but then also it's kind of like, well... Do you wanna go into something that you already know the answers to? Sometimes it's, it's nice to celebrate something that, especially if it's a good interpretation, if it's a You're good right. alternative interpretation. Because yeah. um, sometimes you don't have the same pieces that you have that's available in the comic book. You don't have all the characters. So sometimes you have to move things around and introduce things different places and different characters to kind of get the same feeling and results. And so, um, but yeah but it was good to see that that battle scene which looks very interesting we got the blue people and the and the normal looking people and you got adora milaje and they're always so powerful and regal and they you see them just jumping off the side of something and they just man I, i can't wait to see what they gonna do i i always enjoy them but just you know man and the music, and then you got Kendrick Lamar and the part, like, it's going to be all right. And I'm sitting there choking up and tearing up. And I text you, and I'm like, dude, so what you think? And you, I was like, I'm over here tearing up, dude. you be like, it's going to be all right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Kendrick was talking to me. He tell he telling me in the audience that it's gonna be all right. And that's how I felt be all right. that's what I felt. Like he was just like before you get choked up, start crying and feel it all all a different way about stuff. It's gonna be all right. And it's just like yeah. he, he's like holding your hand through that trailer, like it's gonna be all right. And and, and some
1: people need some people right now need that reassurance yes. because everybody is wondering, well, You know what? What's the state of Wakanda gonna be like without T'Challa? You know, who's who's the Black Panther now without T'Challa? You know, yeah, yeah. And Kendrick, you know, is just saying, whoever's coming next, you know, you're in good hands.
0: Yeah, yeah. You said that to me. I cracked up because you were right. You didn't miss a beat. That was so. That was such a quick response. I had to laugh. You you snapped me out of my moment of just kind of like because, like I said, it was just it was just so heavy. And it was so powerful because really you think about it and you think of that that song and when Bob Marley says everything's going to be all right, like, you know, certain sort of people are just known for words and sayings and different things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like nobody says it better than them. You know, they just say it in the perfect way. and. Everybody knows that song. And then to have somebody like Kendrick Lamar that is up today and had the same powerful representation of that phrase used now. And they laid that on top. Like, I don't understand how that never was a thing before this trailer. So kudos to whoever put that together. Cause it combines the, the generations. It, it right. combines time, it, even how it was used and how even we needed things to be all right back then with Bob Marley. We still need the things to be all right and hear that today. And so even that language that they put together just on so many levels, man, it don't make no sense that this is just a trailer and it's just all the stuff. It's going to, you know, be- it's a trip <laughs> and
1: it was, and it was just a two minute trailer Yes. and there's so much packed into that. Another aspect of this trailer that I really dug was that it wasn't until the end of the trailer that you saw, you know, somebody. It's a yeah. black Panther, <laughs> you know, yeah. you saw the claws whip out. You saw the, the arm, the shoulder, the costume. So, uh, this, that that was another sign that it's going to be all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that brings up something we could touch on a little bit. I know it's been a debate for a while, ever since Chatwick passed away and people's opinion on what should be done with the character, you know, like should the character leave with him and then just pass it on as a mantle? Or should the um, actual character T'Challa pass, like the actor passed, and then just have um, you know, and just find somebody new, or just to replace that actual character and keep the character T'Challa alive, and then uh, have somebody fill the shoes? Um, It seemed like they made their decision, yeah, their decision on it. What's gonna, you know, how they're gonna proceed with it? Um, Did you have feelings on? On that whole thing, as far as like replacing the character, to, could somebody else to continue on with being that character, T'Challa, or did you? I are you felt fine with them just letting that character pass with the with the actor, and then finding a new.
1: I was and am completely fine with the decision that they made because I feel like Chadwick Boseman was T'Challa. You know, that was yeah. the character; he embodied that character. Um, before the Black Panther movie, you know, and Civil War, he was T'Challa. If they had come up with another character after Civil War, you know, it would have been a a mess. Like, (laughs) you know, this this cat, he solidified that role at that moment.
0: Yes. So
1: even though in movies and in, in fiction and in fantasy, we have seen characters get replaced with varying degrees of success, I just don't think that this public, you know, this generation that came to know Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa would have been satisfied with somebody else playing him, you know. There are some, I mean, I've, you know, I've read some comments here and there where there are some people who, you know, state that the characters should have been kept going and you know, you should have gotten it. But I, I don't even think that they would have been satisfied seeing another person trying to bring what Chadwick brought to the role. Now, yeah. in terms of the character of the Black Panther, you know, we know in the comics that that that's a mantle that gets passed along. Yeah. So I wasn't disappointed. You know, I was glad that they kept the, the Panther. But, you know, as far as Prince King T'Challa... You know as far as king t'challa they made their i feel like they made the right decision and not having his role um replaced at all
0: yeah I, I think some of that stuff where people were kind of talking about recast the character i think a lot of them may have been just more concerned with their personal appetite more so than what the, what it meant for everybody you know i think it just kind of shows respect and, and the thing about it like you said chadwick playing that character that combination, you know, that just shows how much he embodied that character and what it meant to everybody for it to feel like you just because it was about the character, everybody just move on and be no big deal. It'd be like, yeah, whatever, put somebody in the suit, you know, but it was just kind of like, no, wait, 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 (laughs) you know, he is him and Chadwick is Chala. Chala is Chadwick and for it to be that tightly connected where you just can't pull at that string, I think is it just solidifies what he meant you know it's kind of interesting because even though it probably wasn't from the movie when i saw that image that was in the trailer it was a mural of t'challa and so to me it was just kind of like wow i just took it as that was for him like when i saw right. the picture i saw chadwick you know and if it was a different image that was used from something else or a different posture or a different look on his face i'll say okay that's t'challa but that image it's like I don't know if that was like him on a red carpet or something, but to me that image reminded me of, of more of the actor Chadwick Boseman than it did the character T'Challa. And, it, and that's why it hit me a certain way when I saw that. And yeah, um, I know this this had to have been a crazy thing for Ryan Coogler to pull together because he's even saying he already had a script that he was already working on, that he was excited, right. that he wanted to do. And so for him to have to dump that and um, work around and pull it together in a different way and reform it. And then also you're in, you're introducing a new character, a beloved character, in a new world. And then to have a conflict on top of that, you know, in the background, that's just, just so much to juggle. People can't even get past, you know, two guys sitting in a room sharing a soda and make it interesting <laughs> and hold it together. So to have all these different worlds and different characters and the loss of a character and a family regrouping and a people coming together and all this other kind of stuff blah 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 stick marvel on it and all the rest of that stuff and pull that off but i believe he can but that is a lot and so much to ask for from one person to have to take care of. And it's not even like a movie where you had a little footage already of somebody and then you kind of paste it together to whatever. It's not like he passed away during the filming of. He never set foot on that set, right. you know? And the movie is his namesake. It's amazing. And um, if this trailer is any indication of what we're gonna get in that theater, man, I, oof, <laughs> oof. Yeah, there's I, a
1: lot to look forward to, man.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be here in November. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to work that out. But I, I can't wait. I, I, can't <laughs> I can't wait for that conversation um, after that. I can't wait for that conversation we probably have during it. <laughs>
1: right, right. And more
0: likely, I'm going to try to work it out when we can all see it together. So, it'll we'll probably be a lot of looking over and tapping. and But, like, you know, did you see that? But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm so excited. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, man. Yeah. So do you have any other words you'd like to say about this
1: no just that there is a lot to be excited about and look forward to as we mentioned the um transition the honoring of of t'challa and the honoring of chadwick boseman you know looking to see how zuri has changed and grown and expanded in her role now she's the the last royal child you know she's um in the comics you know her story to a bit she becomes the black panther but in this um it's it's still a question mark of who's going to be the panther um you know the introduction of riri williams the introduction of namor and the world of atlantis there's a lot to look forward to with this so i don't know what what mark could say i'm looking forward to the next trailer (laughs) you know because there will be another trailer or two between now and november so i'm looking forward to that to see more visuals and how much more of the story is revealed through the trailers if there's any more of the story itself revealed you know yeah um but yeah, I'm just looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to a, another visual experience from Ryan Coogler, man.
0: I can't wait. And I'm so proud, you know, he's Bay Area own, Oakland's own. Right. I, we can, we can him. claim him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love his humility and also his art, his work, you know, it, it shows, it shows yeah. that, you know, artists can't really hide themselves. Uh, we try, it's very interesting, but those who know, know, and, um. Even though his movie choices, you know, in the beginning, you would have thought, like, that's interesting or that's different or whatever. He, he always added something extra that nobody else could really give. He, he gives a different kind of underlining perspective that that shines in a different kind of way, you know, because yeah. we've seen people make successful, you know, we see the Russo brothers make great Marvel movies that I love and stuff. But Ryan is special in the way that he actually, he leaves his mark on things and a, and a perspective on things that is the foundation, which gives the whole project a whole different thing. Like I said, he made a movie about Apollo Creed's son into this brilliant <laughs> reinterpretation of Rocky. I remember seeing that IMDB and thinking like it was a joke. Apollo's son, you know, what? You know, right, it's not right. It like a joke, it's like, like a bad joke and, and he, he proved me wrong and he's just brilliant and so it's just neat to see people um, real representation in ways and it being presented in a way and being appreciated it's it's so important and so um i'm looking forward to this one like you said as well yeah
1: i was just going to say you know he seems to present his work with a very personal attachment to it you know yes Some directors, some storytellers, you know, I mean, you, you appreciate their work, but it doesn't feel like it's anything personal to them. You know, it just feels like they're doing the job and they may do a good job, but it doesn't feel like a personal thing, you know, with, with Ryan Coogler from, you know, from Fruitvale station, you know, on up to this coming movie, you know, Wakanda forever. there feels like a very personal part of him in and on the movie which makes it feel more personal to us who are watching it you know and just um i really appreciate that you know as a viewer you know you want to feel like to some degree like you're a part of it or that it means more to you than just sitting and watching you know yeah. and he's able to convey that to the viewers so that's really appreciated
0: yeah yeah man only a person like you or well, we could just <laughs> sit and talk about a a two-minute trailer <laughs> and turn into a long thought out insightful conversation. You know, I appreciate you. Truly (laughs) right on man. same here, brother.
1: Same here, man.
0: Hey man. So for the folks out there, um, can you tell us where we can find you?
1: Ah, the trackers. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, um, so I can be tracked to Instagram. (laughs) Um, at G1 Rhythm, that's the letter G, the number one, R-H-Y-T-H-M which is the same for me at Twitter and um, you know, if you're into good music, you can check me out on KPFA Monday nights from 8 to 10 and that's Pacific Time, it's a show called Transitions on Traditions that features a soulful bit of everything you know, and I, I don't mean that to be vague or anything but there's just so much good music to me and it all there's a connection for it all and uh, there's so much good uh, music and stuff about black people to me that there's a connection to it all so it's just a soulful mix of everything and then you can catch me thursday nights on kcsm Uh, well let me tell you kpfa is at 94.1 fm Uh, you can listen online at kpfa.org And you can catch me, uh, as I said, Thursday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight Pacific time on KCSM. And that's uh, 91.1 FM here in the Bay Area and KCSM.org. All right. Track me down.
0: (laughs) All right. And, and, And also, Greg, got other projects coming up and we'll let you know when they when they come about. Also, you check out his Instagram. So this dude hosts and, and do different things like that, but he also a great photographer. So he, you want to see some great behind the scenes shots and stuff of, of different musicians and acts and stuff like that. It's definitely great to check out and like his show and... Like the song with Bob Marley and the connection with the Kendrick Lamar and how they're kind of connected. That's the kind of stuff that Greg does on the show, we're connecting like the jazz and hip hop and things like that and just showing, because sometimes we take for granted how things are connected. And sometimes we don't see it because it's just like that time or it wasn't pointed out to you. You know, back in the day, we saw that kind of stuff more often because somebody would remix you know, use songs from songs we grew up with. So we knew that that sample came from this song. And, and since sampling issues and things like that, it's been more original music or different interpretations of music. So that connection is it's not as easy to, to find out. And so with Greg's show, he kind of walks you through that and, and show you the connections you may not have seen. So yeah, uh, so definitely check that out. Alright, so with that being said, this has been Jay, and I've been here with Greg. Right on, Jay. (laughs) Talking about the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Movies out in November. Man. Until next time, peace. 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 Thanks for listening and please like and subscribe be sure to check out past and future episodes of this show along with my other shows entitled the movie bench quarterbacking podcast and the J and podcast available now on all streaming platforms until next time peace